0: No matter who you end up working for, you're eventually going to have to do something you don't want to. It's One More Thing. Armstrong and Getty. One More Thing. That's right, everybody. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddies. It's Friday again. You know what that means? It means I have kicked Jack and Joe out of the podcast studio, taking over the One More Thing podcast, doing a little bit of a uh, catching up with the the Better Call Saul um uh, episodes three and four are what we will be discussing today respectively titled the guy for this and namaste uh at the end of the episode as well i am going to uh tip my hand as to the next uh show that i'm probably going to be jumping into really excited about this one um and uh and yeah yeah we'll we'll see i, th- I think you may even already have an episode out but i haven't watched it yet i'm i'm falling behind falling behind there's too much stuff to watch um uh, but yeah better call Saul season five episodes three and four um uh episode three I thought was uh the best episode of the season uh it's in the sh- on the short list of best episodes of the series I really loved it uh it was great in many levels namaste not so much but that often happens on uh Vince Gilligan run shows I remember this kind of being a thing for breaking bad where the really good episodes would be kind of followed up by uh episodes that are more, akin to kind of, you know, just doing your homework, doing your chores, kind of connecting threads, being a table setter for for what's going forward. Um, very rarely would they have a, a back-to-back kind of all-timer episodes. And I certainly think the guy for this is uh, is worthy of the conversation of an all-timer episode. Um, it, it tracks uh, Jimmy McGill, a.k.a. Saul Goodman, as he further kind of gets entrenched in the, the seedy underbelly, of uh, the Salamanca clan and how he eventually becomes the character that we we know from the Breaking Bad series, but I thought the parallels that the show does with um, uh, uh, Saul Goodman and uh, and Lalo Salamanca as kind of his his big boss that is making him do things that he doesn't want to do is being paralleled by Kim Wexler and her relationship with the Mesa Verde Bank. I believe the, the head honcho that she takes orders from there is Watchman, something like that. I forget his last name entirely, or exactly. Uh, but, they, but how they are both, her on kind of what would be considered the up and up, the righteous side of the law, uh, Saul Goodman on the more uh, seedy, underbelly side of it, yet they are both kind of having these parallel existences of being pulled from what they want to do, kind of what they're good at, what they got in, what what their passion dictates them do, and what they actually end up having to do to kind of make the bills pay. Keep the lights on. Uh, You know, do your job. Essentially, Uh, Kim Wexler gets pulled away from her pro boner (laughs) pro bono public defense work um, and has to go kind of settle a land dispute. Of Mesa Verde uh, owns this property. There is one stubborn uh, homeowner um, owns the home, doesn't necessarily own the land. He's going off of kind of a a, uh, a handshake agreement he had with the previous owners, where they said he could stay on that land for a hundred years, had a hundred-year lease, but it kind of got sold out from under him. So it's you know kind of the classic tale. You you've seen this in, in many other stories, right? The up is probably a very uh, uh, kid-friendly and Pixar-related example to it, where you know you got the uh, you know one guy with his home been there for decades, but he's in the way of progress now. There's new stuff coming, Manifest Destiny and whatnot. So, uh, so she tries. Once she tries to kind of, you know, be the heavy, be the lawyer heavy, you know, lay out the lay out the laws and tries to really reason with him on a logical level. He's having none of it because he's uh, it's one of the better cantankerous old man performances that I've ever seen on TV. Really phenomenal job. Uh, And then she even tries to come back later with a little bit of a little bit of honey little bit of sweetness to try to to try to lure this this old man out of his place and you know offers to help cover moving expenses brings by some houses that she deems might be in his price range and uh that has similar success of the first time where he is just not interested in being cajoled out of or moved off of his stance by some fancy lawyer with some fancy suit driving up in a fancy car who thinks they they're smarter than everybody uh, and so she does what she she uh, is probably a pretty difficult decision for her considering how hardly she pushed back against Saul Goodman's uh, less than truthful ways of kind of uh, ends justifying the means existence when she goes to him and says, hey, I need Saul for this. And uh, actually, I think I'm, I'm confusing my episodes a little bit. She doesn't actually ask for Saul's help until the fourth one. But she, she kind of gets stonewalled by the cantankerous man. And uh, you know is struggling to to deal with with that, and and struggling to deal with the fact that she is taking orders from a person that she she's not doing what she wants to do, and she seems to really be struggling with that. Saul Goodman, on the other hand, is is increasingly becoming more and more entwined in the the criminal enterprise area of things. Lalo Salamanca, who again is by far the best character of this season, insisting that he. Uh, He's the guy who needs to go in and relay a message to somebody that they have on the inside. Uh, it, it involves trying to set up a, a sting for the Chicken Man, uh, Gus Fring's uh, money drops. They're trying to trying to throw a wrench in his his uh, machinery. I think a lot of those got some. He seems like the type of guy who's planning many moves down the road. Uh, so we'll see what his his ultimate goal for that is. But currently, it seems like he's trying to cause some chaos, explode some cracks in in the smooth facade that Gus Fring does such a good job of putting on. And uh, hopefully through those cracks, through that chaos, he can kind of figure out what's really going on. Because it's clear, one thing is clear that he doesn't trust the chicken, man. He doesn't trust Gus. But what he does trust, who he does trust, is Saul Goodman. And uh, I really enjoyed the the part where Saul's, you know, realizing that he's in a situation where he can't really say no to the Mexican cartel. So he, he tries to, you know, maybe price gouge him a little bit. But immediately he recognizes he went way too low. He's saying, hey, you know, my rates have gone up. I, I you know, I, these sort of things, I, I'm very in high demand. And uh, he says, how about I, I charge you? Seven thousand and just immediately he realizes he went too low, so he does the whole seven thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars for the day, Uh, or nine hundred something, something around the you know a couple hundred dollars shy of eight thousand, to which uh, Lalo. Kind of smiles, chuckles, says, "All right, you're trying to shake me down. That's fine. That's fine." Pulls out a stack of hundreds as big, big as you can imagine, and just carves out eight thousand for the guy, and says, "How about we make it eight thousand for your troubles? Hey, you good? You gonna do what we tell you now? Excellent." Uh, and somewhat disturbingly, Nacho reminds. Saul Goodman later on in the episode that hey man once you're in you're in and that was almost clearly the definitive can't turn back entry point of Saul Goodman going to the criminal underbelly side of the law being the defender of who he would call the uh, the defenseless but we all know he's he's he, it's a cash grab he, he's doing what he can do um but yeah the, the 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 interactions between Lalo and Saul uh phenomenal i think my favorite moments on the show so far um uh Another character that we're checking in on is uh, one Mike Ehrmantraut, um, a phenomenal character on the short list of my favorite characters on the show, uh, Breaking Bad show and this one. Really, really great stuff. Uh, Jonathan Banks, the actor who does a phenomenal job of that. Um, and he is uh, struggling with his actions from last season. Uh, you know, when he when he pulled out the hit on the, uh, the German engineer who is overseeing the construction of the meth lab that we will uh, come to know in Breaking Bad terms. Um, he is at a bar, uh, Ermentrout is is at a bar, doing a really effective job of trying to drink his sorrows away. Sees a picture of the Sydney Opera House on the bar that he's going and practically demands that the picture be removed. Um, and that's because the guy that he killed at the end of season two, his dad was involved in the construction of that Sydney Opera House. So it reminded him of that, um, really kind of crystallizing the the grizzled, keep everybody in an arm's distance. Uh, Mike Trout, that we get to know from the Breaking Bad episode or series. And then, you know, after he's done a sufficient job of ordering and drinking enough shots, uh, he ends up walking back, uh, you know, walks past a crowd of toughs who think they see a, a soft mark. And uh, Ehrman Trout gives him the old what-for. He he breaks the arm of a ne'er-do-well. Um, very reminiscent of the Mr. Miyagi saving daniel son from the Tufts scene. You know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for an old guy giving, uh, giving some young whippersnappers the what-for. Uh, and, and he certainly did that. Um, but as good as uh, episode three, the guy for this was Namaste, hmm a little less, a little less. It wasn't a bad episode by any stretch of the imagination. I can't even imagine what a bad episode of Better Call Saul would be. But I think the the biggest thing that I found lacking from episode 4 was where was Lalo Salamanca? He wasn't even involved at all. They didn't they didn't check in on him. I didn't get to see him do his his brilliant uh, toothpaste advertisement smile. He wasn't, you know, doing laps in his in his souped-up Camaro or uh, was that a Camaro? I forget what car it was. But he was doing laps in episode 3 kind of a uh, uh, just showing that he's, he's a guy who likes to have fun every now and then, but I'm, I'm thrilled with this season. It is excellent. I can't wait for episode five, uh, and beyond to, to, to roll around to my, my television systems. Um, and yeah, better call Saul continues to be my favorite show on TV. Will it continue to be the best show on TV? I don't know because there is a new show out. Actually, let me get the, uh, the gentleman's name on this. The show is called devs and it is, uh, on uh fx on hulu which i believe means you can watch it on hulu that's where i'm going to try to to check it out um uh, and the thing that has me most interested in this is the fact that uh alex garland is the uh director and executive producer of the show uh i believe he is uh essentially filling the role of showrunner think the vince gilligan of this show and if you don't know alex garland he is the guy who did uh the movie ex machina which is one of my favorite movies of the last decade. I think it's phenomenal. Uh, Really interested in all the stuff that uh, he's going to make going forward, largely just because that movie was so mind-blowing to me. And uh, I can't wait to to dive into this. Um, it's a limited series that focuses on a young software engineer um, works for a company, and it seems to be one of those things where you know you 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 become friends with the dragon. It's it's comfortable, and you know maybe even feels nice being friends with the dragon. But at the end of the day, uh, you are friends with the dragon, and there's no guarantee that dragon won't turn on you. That's about all I have, have delved from the the few short trailers that I've seen of it but this is gonna be the next thing that I jump into uh, should there be some sort of extended self quarantine I will be watching devs uh, immensely although I will I do plan on catching up the, the episodes that I've missed uh, this weekend so maybe I'll mix in uh, some dev dev's talk. Coming in soon, and we'll uh, we'll circle back on Better Call Saul probably in another couple episodes, um, is what I'm thinking. Uh, so until then, uh, you know, thank you guys for checking out the the One More Thing podca- podcast. Uh, practice your your social distancing. Carry around two yardsticks with you to make sure everybody's six feet away from you at all time. And until next time, have a good time. Well, I guess that's it.